Hi, this is Sharon Kozak, and this is Messy Motherhood. So today we're going to talk a little bit about um, the sermon that our pastor um, preached today at church. And the reason we're kind of going in this direction is because it was a really good lesson that I feel should be talked about and shared with all of you. And it really put a lot of things into perspective for me. So I hope it helps you too. Um, I grew up Catholic. And if any of you have ever grown up Catholic, you know that God was presented to us as a wrathful God, a God who was angry and vengeful and we had to you have to follow his laws and do everything the right way in order to earn your place in heaven so i spent probably the first 28 years of my life thinking that i had to do enough good deeds to balance out my bad deeds and that is a terrifying thought because you spend your entire life going okay I donated to the poor, I was an altar server, I got my communion, my confirmation, I go to confession, but then you look at the other side and you're like, well, I didn't go to church every Sunday, I didn't exactly attend this holy day. You you begin to think of heaven as a system of checks and balances. And what you need to do to just squeak by. At least that's what I was thinking about. I also thought of my life in terms of, I messed up, so I'm being punished. My husband grew up Christian. So he had no idea what I was talking about when it came to my Catholic sentiments. Um, We went through the first year and a half of our marriage with fertility issues and we had child loss and I went to him and said this is happening because I did something wrong in my life and I'm being punished and my husband was very confused because he was raised with the completely opposite idea that God is a loving father. So to him, why would God punish me for something I did somewhere in my life by not allowing me to have my own children? So around that time, my faith was wavering. So my husband took matters into his own hands and luckily my husband's parents grew up Catholic. So they completely understood where I was coming from. They left the Catholic church and became Christians and my husband grew up in a Christian school. So he knows his Bible. like. It is amazing to me how much he knows his Bible and can explain it to me. Because, I'll be honest, there are areas I'm lost in. Leviticus, super difficult for me. 
tried to read all the laws. Didn't really understand them. I am fairly certain if I lived in the time of Moses, I would be in big, big trouble. Because there was so much to follow on certain days and certain things. And it felt like in looking at that book, it was impossible to go to heaven. Because how do you remember to do all the right things? So, pro tip, if you are new to reading the Bible, start with the gospel. Because if you start with the Old Testament and you're in Leviticus, you're going to spend a lot of time going, Oh, um, does that still fit today? Because I feel like I've kind of messed up here. So, just FYI. But anyways, today, um, our pastor was talking about the parable of fishing. And all summer, we have been in a series called Kingdom Culture, and it is the parables that Jesus used to describe the kingdom of heaven. So big thank you to Frontline Church and to our pastor David for allowing me to take his nuggets of wisdom and share them with everybody else because they have been super helpful in my journey as a younger Christian. Um, So today's parable was, as I said, catching fish in a drag net and bringing them to the shore and the fishermen are sorting the fish the good and the bad now our pastor tells us that we go from good and bad fish this parable and then jesus talks about hell so you're there you're in front of jesus and he talks he goes from fishing to this is what hell is like and you're just like how did we get there I definitely was like, how did we get there? So thankfully, our pastor understood that and went along. And he described how hell is the absence of hope. It is the absence of healing. It is a terrible place with pain and the gnashing of teeth. And it is horrific. I have been, as I mentioned, as a Catholic, terrified of hell for my entire lifetime. All you hear if you're Catholic is, if you do this, you're going to hell. And in the Catholic world, there's like realms of hell. And like, you go to certain realms based on what you did. So definitely something that I grew up being afraid of. Um, but with, even with how horrible David was describing hell, he, he posed a great question. Why would a loving, caring God create hell as a punishment? Especially when our way to heaven is to believe in God and to have a relationship and believe that we get to heaven not through our deeds, but through our relationship with Jesus Christ. And he said that hell 
isn't a punishment. Essentially, God created a place devoid of him where people who, during their lives, who did not desire a relationship with God, who did not want a world with God, could spend their eternity. Essentially, if you didn't want God in life, why do you want him for eternity? It's a great question, in my opinion. And I was sitting in the in in the audience going, huh, well, I personally can't imagine life without God. So I'm I'm a little more comforted. I'm not saying like I'm better or my, you know, that I don't sin because everybody sins. We're not perfect. The only perfect person was Jesus Christ and he came and died for our sins. So as a parent, because God is the father of Jesus and he came, he sent his only son to die for our sins. As a parent, I can't imagine being willing to sacrifice one of my children for humanity. I can't imagine from Mary's perspective, she carried Jesus, she raised Jesus, she knew what God was calling him to do and what God was calling her to do, but she was human. She had the same emotions that we do. I can't imagine what that felt like for her. Consequently, I can't imagine what it felt like for Jesus. Like, these people are wanting to kill him for speaking the truth, for for speaking God's truth, and he didn't do anything. He was the unblemished lamb. Like, he came for everybody else's sins and did absolutely nothing wrong. So I, I can't imagine how he was like, okay, I have to do this. I'm willing to do this. I feel like I, in my human mind, would be like, I'm really doing this for you. And y'all don't seem to care to change. Like, So the amount of love that Jesus holds for people the amount of love that God held for humanity in order to give the world another chance. Look through the Old Testament sometime and see all of the chances God has given humans to be in a relationship with him. It is amazing. All of the patience he has had. And yes, he punished humanity. But as a parent, I can kind of understand that. You've, God is our father who has asked us to do certain things and we're not doing them. If we ask our kids to do something and they're not doing it, yes, we punish them. But it's a correction. It is you're supposed to be doing this for your own good kind of correction. And that is what God was doing for us. And he realized that we couldn't do this in our own power because we have free will and humans are going to sin. 
and no matter how hard you try, we're tempted. So by giving us the ability to have a relationship with Jesus, we're able to connect and have a relationship with God, which is absolutely amazing. It's comforting and it is very much unlike what I grew up believing that God was waiting for the day that I came to heaven and he was going to have a huge PowerPoint of my entire life with a checklist of everything I did right and everything I did wrong. And I always thought I would get to heaven and watch videos of my life and have God pause it and be like, this is where you did this. So check. This is where you did this. Mm, X. And hopefully you get to the end of the slideshow and you get to go to heaven. But that's not what this is. I can't earn heaven. You can't earn heaven. Nobody can earn heaven. We can't do enough good things in our lifetime. Ever. But we can have a relationship with Jesus. We can work really hard on being good people and loving God and doing what God calls us to do, which is loving our neighbor as we love ourselves and forgiving others as God forgives us and understanding that the end goal is eternity. So today I learned a lot of things. One, no one's sin is better than another's. You can't really sit around going, at least I'm not like them. Because all sin is the same. A sin is a sin. So, there's that. If you ever want to be humbled, just know, a sin is a sin. I was very humbled today. Um, we can't earn heaven. Nobody ever can or ever will. And the way to avoid an eternity without God is to live a life searching, working for, and building a relationship with God. I personally look forward to the fact that what I need to make it to heaven is to talk to God as much as I do now and to try to follow him. I take comfort in that. And I hope all of you do too. So that's it for Messy Motherhood today. I'll see you guys next week.